live from uh, Indonesia and from the South Pacific, very, very South, South Pacific. <laughs> it's Trans Tasman gibberish. Adam, welcome back for another week. Thank you, Whitey. Uh, you're looking already brown uh, from being in Bali. This angle's not good for you. I'm looking heavy. <laughs> it's a bad angle. I'm going to try and raise that up, actually. <laughs> no, mate. So you're on your uh, your romantic jaunt with your lady lady friend, and uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that would be my wife. That would be, be your my wife. wife. Yes, that's what I meant. My um, lady friend, not, not a girlfriend. You just taking God, her over for two I weeks in Bali. I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> you're right. I'll tell you what. Would you get <laughs> married again? Have we talked no, about this on the no. on the podcast? No, no way I'd get married. If 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 something God forbid ever happened, there's no way on God's green earth I'd get married again. No, no, fuck, no, not a chance, not a chance. No, <clears throat> no. What would you do? How about those dickheads? How about those dickheads who are like in their mid fifties and divorce, and then get a younger younger version, and then have more kids? I mean, fuck off, that, dickheads. That's, that's the absolute height of stupidity. <clears throat> oh. There is no dumber human being on the earth than a plus 50-year-old man marrying a younger woman having more children. They're the sort of people that really you you just go, you just shake your head and you go, there's an obvious example of when a bloke's thinking with their penis. But how dumb's their dick? Like, dicks are dumb. Dumb. Yeah. Dicks make dumb decisions. That decision, like you've got, you've got a special education penis. If you are making that decision, <laughs> can we call it a repenis? Yeah, I think it could be retitus. Oh, a, re- a retitus. Retardus. We've just, we've just had uh, we've had a new uh, entry into the Oxford Dictionary for the year. That's it. Look, I, I think retitus. It is so fucking dumb. It's never going to end well. You're going to be dead before your kids get to any real age. And you've done it all. Yeah. Move on. Like, seriously, go to Thailand for a month a couple times a year and get get it all out. <laughs> and then when you and then when and then and then and then when you're like super randy Get on one of those senior citizen dating apps and just shag a granny. Just like, who cares? <laughs> like, make better decisions. I'd rather die lonely and broke, honestly, than they're do gonna, that. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna, well, they will die lonely and broke. <laughs> they will end up lonely and broke. Uh, because the younger woman's uh, going to be going, why am I rooting this 70-year-old? Oh, horrible. Yeah, not a good look. Horrible. And I'm going to be a fucking awful 70-year-old. Awful. <laughs> I'm an awful 48-year-old. <laughs> I can't imagine, like, seriously, I can't imagine what I would look like in 10 years. No. It's not going to be good. No. No. I'm still going to be dancing, I think, at festivals and that, even though I can't this weekend. But, uh, well, you're yeah, not, mate. Your me. back's already gone. Yeah, well, I'm going, to, I'm going to invent a wheelchair with legs so that I can just... Move my hands and it'll dance around for me or something like that. Wow. Because <laughs> I'm such a good inventor. I've just snorted on a podcast. Yeah, you did That's just ridiculous. snort. <laughs> Fucking hell. At your own joke. Uh, at my own joke. Well, no one else laughs at my jokes. Only I you're, can. You're right so there. It's... You're right there. <laughs> oh, God. Right. I'm still feeling a bit ill, I yeah, must admit, you, from the uh, COVID. Well, look at so... people. It was official, official Adam. Uh, was diagnosed with uh, COVID-19. Uh, if you mm. haven't heard about it, it uh, once was a global pandemic, which is now just a common cold. And <laughs> with a little bit more kick, a little bit more Tabasco. Uh, but mm. yeah, mate, was that, that, that your first time with the nah, vid? I got it in Perth. I actually got it in Perth back ah, in 2021 okay. or two. I can't yeah. remember. That was pretty bad, and and we were able to um, fraudulently get our way back into New Zealand by uh, getting a letter from a doctor saying we'd already had it when they had no idea that I hadn't had it. Yes, because there's no way I was spending another fucking seven days in Perth. Um, yep, fair <laughs> enough. But um, this this has had a bit of this probably 
was as bad, but it's probably gone a bit longer. Like yesterday, I felt pretty good. Like I felt pretty good. I was up. My ba- my back's a bit. My back's pretty pretty good now. And then today, it's just slammed me with tiredness and a headache again. And I'm just like far out. Just leave me alone, COVID nineteen. It's not very nice. Well, the second time I got it, I got it. Uh, <clears throat> when did I get it? A couple of months ago, two or three months ago. Yeah. And mate, it fucking poleaxed me. Yeah. All that, like yeah. I was bedridden for two or three days, legitimately bedridden. Yeah. And yep. then, and I still think I'm still s- sort of suffering the uh, on ongoing pain of it. The long COVID. The yeah, long I, COVID. I, I don't know. If, yeah, it's the only long thing I've got. Uh, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> I'm definitely suffering again. some of the symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, it's it's it, it hit me hard, and, and Tasha's got it now too. So oh, really? She, she's off work. Yeah, yeah, poor girl. She's not very well, but um, it's just um, look, I I when I first tested on Thursday, I, I called for a lockdown, a nationwide lockdown, um, from the government, and it fell on deaf ears. I don't know why. I I, I just don't want to spread this deadly disease. Um, so I decided to just go on with my daily life, um, and not care about other people. So there you go. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough too. I understand that. Uh, look, no. it, it, look. I'm going to open the batting because this sort of uh, this sort of get, leads straight into one of my story, one of my first mm-hmm. one, which is um, yeah. office attendance. Office attendance to return to pre-COVID levels soon. Pretty okay. predicted. Uh, the work from home battle is all but over, and the bosses won. Office yep. attendance is nearly back to pre-COVID levels now. You have a fairly flexible work timetable in your role. Yeah, indeed. You you get to work a bit from home. Yep. I I work now work full time from home. It's only because I I now I'm running my own business, but and I'm too tight to splurge on any uh, office space. Uh, but fucking nice. What? What do you think? What do you think are the okay? I don't want to go conspiracy to begin with, but and I don't <laughs> think this is a conspiracy at all. But I just like there's no doubt that there was no drop in productivity really when people were working from home. No, I so, don't. So think. just to yeah, so just on that quick point, I was talking to a friend of mine who's a business owner, and he said, "Look, the people who are good workers probably worked harder at home because they yes. wanted to continue improve." The middle middling were still middling, and the bad was still bad. So he was saying, overall, he probably still got more productivity out of people from yeah. people working from home. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So That's I find the first it. Point. Uh, so, is the real reason? Is the real reason that people that businesses and this really, when you talk about businesses and you talk about bringing people back to the office, it's generally, it's generally middle. To large to enterprise businesses, right? Yep, absolutely. That it really affects. Now, what's the major thing? What's their major expense other than wages for those businesses? It would it's be rent. rent, right? Yep. So it's it seems to me that it's it's quite obvious that the only reason they're bringing people back into the office is to fill the space that they're paying rent on to justify the expense of paying rent. Absolutely, because on top of rent, you've got computers and phones and all that, you know, printers and all the internal leases you've got yeah. with that. Um, yeah, look, I think, um, so the company, the bigger company that picture that I work for is, it used to be, it's now two and a half days a week they've got to be in. So yeah. that's two two days on one day, a week and three on the other week. Um, I actually I actually like going in the office. Um, I probably don't get as much done. You're right. <laughs> I probably get more done at home and in quicker time. Yes. Um, but I do like going in the office because it, it can separate your life sometimes because sometimes you get a lot more distractions at home, especially if kids are at home or your wife's at home or whatever it is. But then you get distracted at work as well by talking to people around the water cooler or in the kitchen or whatever. So, uh, And plus, I think a lot of people... Are, my view is a lot of people are a bit more pissed off because they've realized how much fucking money they're saving by not going into work every yeah. day. Yeah. You know, with trains or driving or, or buses or whatever. So I think a lot of people have saved a lot of money by not going into work. Um, 
and they don't want to give that up, especially when wages aren't increasing as much as they probably want. So, and at the same time, companies, I don't think companies, when they've their leases have come up for their rental properties, they've downsized as well. So they can't if if everyone comes in, there's not enough tables. Yes, <laughs> as well. So. They've got to be careful what they wish for as well. I think it comes down to control, mate. It comes way back down to control. Yeah. Another opportunity That's what I was for alluding to. to control. That's yeah, what I was I alluding know. to. That it, it, <laughs> I think it is. It's another way to control the masses. You don't want to give people that you're yep. paying money too much freedom and actually feel like, you know, they have yep. a say in what they do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm yeah. a bit like you, mate. Like when I, uh, when I started to work uh, uh, just during COVID, uh, for this, for as a content writer, I was I like to go into the office once, and I was contracting, go to the yeah. office once or twice a week for maybe three or four hours at a hit, just to get that social fix that I had missed for so long by not working in yeah. an office or from from working from home. But yep. I've got to say that working from home, I was I'm, I was way more productive than what I ever was yeah. in the office. And what I've found now, since now starting my own agency, was that you know the the work I can get done in the first four hours of the day is effect. It could effectively be two days' work. Yeah, uh, that I would be in the office because what I found yep. is when I was in the office, it was, "Oh Matt, could you have a look at this? Oh Matt, yeah, can you help me with this. Oh Matt, what do you think of this? Oh Matt, can you speak to this person? Oh Matt, yep. and like I ended up doing what I would class as unscheduled tasks for my whole yep. day and rarely getting to the stuff that that I really needed, needed to, to be do. doing. Yeah. So what yep. I've discovered is that the the time now when it's like I just get to go, well, today I'm going to do X. And as long as I finish that, that's what I have to do today. And I can, yep. if I knock that over in three or four hours, and then it's almost could be like tools down if I wanted it to be. Yeah. Because I've achieved yep. what I wanted to achieve and what needed to be done. It doesn't yep. take a whole week to yep. do that because I'm dealing with seven other people's problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but my my big one is I, I do like that face to face. I'm a salesman at heart, right? Yeah, of course. So I like that face to face talking to people, seeing their body language, and and eye eye contact and all that sort of stuff. And you also find I find you get more out of people sometimes when it's face to face, and they're just talking shit. Sometimes you can find yeah. out what's happening in the company a bit more. Um, Look, I'm 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 a big believer in like every Monday we have to go in the office, right? I've I've made it just so that we can hang out, have lunch together, talk about certain things. Um, the in weekend. A, well, <laughs> yeah, but but even when we're like we have a coffee and we sit out on the balcony, if it's a nice day, we're talking work. We're actually yeah. talk sh- talking about stuff. So you wouldn't do that very yeah, often. Yeah, look, though. I, no, not too often. You did say if it's, it's a nice day. If it's a well, I mean, this summer here. It harks back to two years ago when we had a great summer. Today is the first day it's rained, I reckon, for three weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe two, maybe two weeks. Yeah. But um, it's been great weather here, mate. Really good weather. One but yeah, yeah, going back to the point, um, it's uh, yeah. Look, I think a blend is good. I really do. I reckon two two in the two in the office, three at home would work for me if I was forced to do something. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good mix. But they're yeah. going to be going for five, mate. You wait. They're going to be going for five. Yeah, I know they will. Of course they will. Of yeah. course they will. And they'll find their productivity goes down. They wonder why. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. What do you got? <laughs> what have I got? Okay. Let's get into it. Stuff.cock.nz has just come up trumps for me this week. There's plenty. All four of my, my stories are about that. So the first one is uh, headlines. When I get to the headline, experts fear foodstuffs facial recognition trial could harm Maori and Pacifica. So foodstuffs is basically pack and save over here and New World, which is Coles, basically. Um, so facial recognition technology is being tested in supermarkets in a bid to combat repeat retail offending. That's the reason why. Um, Maori women and other people of colour are at risk of being victimised in the trial. Now, the reason – now, I won't go into the – what everything, but the reason why is because the and I've seen a I've seen a documentary on this on Netflix. Facial recognition has been invented by white males, so the technology is perfect for white males. Women, it's not so good. Black women, it's even worse. <laughs> so the technology doesn't isn't you know 
foolproof for, for, for a start. Secondly, what the fuck are they doing putting facial recognition in a supermarket to stop shoplifting? Come on, world. We're better than that. Is there that much shoplifting actually happening that we've got to put more cameras, more surveillance in place for it? I mean, seriously, I don't get it. I know in London they've got nearly every corner's now got facial recognition, like full on. And there's a lot of people trying to get because again, it's just eating into our privacy. I just don't get it, mate. Where's it? No, it's just nine eighty four all over again. Well, we talked about this last week, mate. Yeah, we did. We did. And we did. and it's and it's just another way that this is eight percent about shoplifting. Yeah. Like let's like fuck. How dumb do they think the human race is? I look. I've got no dramas to some extent that there's cameras all over the place that you can be tracked, right? I've got no dramas with that because I think that if it's used for the right way, the right reasons, then for sure, if it's going to stop crime or if it's going to help, you know, if you can, if someone kidnaps a kid on the side of the street and you can track them effectively the whole way till they stop, then that's yep. a win. I'm willing to take my invasion of privacy if it saves one kid from being molested, right? I can handle that. But the problem is, is that it's just, it's willy-nilly now. Yeah. And the excuses for using, like, fuck off. Like, (laughs) every every store that opens, every retail store on the planet has to understand there's going to be theft. Yep. Right? You are never going to stop it. So what's going to happen is they're going to flag a face and the next time it comes in, they flag it and someone walks over and says, sorry, you're out. Fuck off. Yep. Then they're going to hire yep. security guards, right? Yep. And there's going to, and look in, and not, don't take offense here, but there's some big fucking units in New Zealand. Absolutely. Right? I've seen Once War Warriors. What happens if Jake <laughs> the Musk gets flagged and they send the 60 kilo bouncer over to go, sorry, mate, you're going to leave the store. You're going to get beaten to death. Yeah. Yep. Like, it's going to cause more problems than it's going to solve. Violence no, will increase because yep. confrontation will increase for yep. the sake of a tally of DB bitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, mate, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I, I, I always get this argument when I talk about protecting privacy of, of private citizens, right? Is that, oh, I don't do anything wrong, so I don't care. See, for me, that that is the wrong attitude to have because the more they do, the more – and we've, again, we talked about it last week. They're going to know more and more and more and more, and they already do know more and more and more. Yeah. But where does this stop? If, if we have a government that comes – look around the world. All these authoritarian governments are starting to come in. What the fuck do you think they're going to do with that? They're going to use it. If you jaywalk, they're going to put you in fucking jail. So this is where it all ends up if we allow – this to happen yeah for small tiny things the authoritarians will put you in jail for it or fine you for it they're going like we talked about before they're going to put it if they put it in cars and you go 61 kilometers an hour in a 60 zone they'll just give you an automatic fine you know what i mean yep so this is where it ends people so don't give me the excuse that are you know I, i don't do anything wrong so uh I don't care what they do in terms of facial recognition, fingerprints, cameras, listening to us. We can't allow it. Otherwise, we're fucked. Well, because all that's going to happen is that the, I think you just sort of mentioned it about jaywalking, but the thin blue line will become even thinner. Oh, fucking oath. Or or thicker, right? They will just be able to then decide that. You know what? Heaps of people are doing X. So it is now punishable by Y. Yep, absolutely. And, and I think that that is the concerning thing when you talk about that, is that are they, is it a social experiment? Are they just, <laughs> are they testing us to see what we're going to do and to see where there could be an opportunity to make some more revenue? Speed cameras are the perfect example, right? 
Yep. So I don't know what they're like in in New Zealand, but in Australia, speed cameras are not for the safety of us. They are no. for raising revenue, which is why cunts put them on hills going down the hill, and they try and catch you <laughs> for doing eight or six kilometers an hour rolling down a fucking hill. Uh, this is not about public safety. Speed cameras are they they may have been at the start. Yeah. I think it may they may have been it may have been sort of to shock people into it. The problem now yep. is is that with all the again the technology we got a app here Waze, which tells you where all the speed cameras are. People log them on yep. the app. You come driving, it'll tell you that the police are in five hundred meters. Yep. So, whilst you know the technology is there, it's being used against them in some forms. But look, I just think speed cameras annoy me. Do you, know, do you know that in, I'm not sure where they can in Queensland, but maybe in New South Wales, that the mobile speed cameras, you can, that's a business. Is you it can really? actually, you can buy a car, you can fit the car out, and you really? can go and place your fucking car and it, and just, and book people, and then you get, what? you get a percentage of the fine. No. Yep. Yeah. No, that yeah. is. That is despicable. Yeah, despicable. Now, it costs a lot to outfit the car. It costs like, think the car, like, you've got to ha- have a certain car, and then, you know, it costs like 150 grand for all the technology to go in it. So it's like a 200, say it's a $230,000 investment, right? Yeah. How, much, how quickly do you reckon they'd be recouping that if you put it in the right spot? Oh, top? fuck. Mate, it blows oh. me away where I see speed cameras. It blows me away. You'd put this. You'd put your speed camera where it's going from eighty to sixty every time. You'd put it five me- five meters after the the, the sixty zone. Yep. With sign. Yeah. Because you you get everyone. Yeah. Slowing down into it. Yep. Oh mate, it's it's where. How much power are we going to give the government? That's it's all I all I ask guys. How much power are we going to give them before we then realise fuck we, we are slaves, which we kind of already mate, are, but we got in, no in say. a lot of ways. We got no say. No. No. Well, do you know what they did in Texas, right? Texas, they all got together as a community and said, we're not having speed cameras, so you can get fucked. So guess what? No speed cameras in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. See, when the people, when we've been driven, we've had a wedge driven between in our community where we're now a bunch of individuals living individual lives instead of being a proper community, and that's what they wanted to do so that we can't get together and, and change shit. Yeah. Yep, it's mm. not great. It's not great. I agree. No, off. no facial recognition in all these, please. Yeah, it's... it's yeah. Where's it going to end? That's, that's my question. Where's it going to end? Absolutely. Now, this is an interesting one because... Australia is just about to experience the, uh, the the juggernaut that's Taylor Swift. Oh fuck! Did you have to? Jesus! Christ. No, but we listen. Can't swear on this podcast. Listen. <laughs> uh, now there's been a huge detail that's making American fans just go a bit mental. Mm, and yeah. it's a and you know what? It's a legitimate. It's a legitimate part. It's a legitimate sort of gripe. Swifties okay. overseas kept an eye on proceedings as the star kicked off her Australian tour. But when they saw the stadiums and surrounds, many shared one question. Where on earth does everyone park? Now, God, typical the, Americans. The vision of the MCG, right, from the top, where it is, yep. it's uh, barricaded by parklands on one side and... Yeah. And train, train line lines and on the, the other stage, yeah. on the other side, right? And arenas, yep. 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 I. What's your thought? Hmm. What's your thought about the state of access and parking at stadiums in Australia? Well,. Well, it's hard to comment about the whole of Australia. I mean, I can no, no, comment no. on the MCG because I, I live in Richmond. Yes. So I live right next door to it. So we used to walk to the MCG and to Amy Park and all that. And to be fair, Melbourne, of all cities, 
probably in the world has some of the best public transport I've ever been on. Oh, it does for sure. Trams and trains. It does for sure. So you don't need the parking because you can get trams, trains, buses. There's so much opportunity to get there, I think. Um, I mean, we used to drive, when when I grew up in Sydney, I mean, we were lucky. Dad was a member of the fucking SCG and Sydney Football Stadium, so there was parking there for him. Yeah. Whenever he wanted to go to a game. So that was lucky, but. I, uh, I'm just trying to think. Eden Park, fucking hopeless. Here, you got to get the train there. You have to, and and it's shit public transport to be honest. Um, what do you think? Oh, I've lost you. I can't hear you, mate. Just some elevator music. Okay, I should be back. There we go. And he's back. And better okay. than ever. I was. Uh, I, I. I thought I'd unpaused, uh, unmuted because I was had a cough. Oh. Um. Oh. So now I'll just cough anyway. <laughs> um. Hey, this is real. This is real. This podcast. Uh, on the Gold Coast, you've got whatever the stadium is at Rabina there that the Titans play out of. Oh. Can't there park is there. no parking. There's actually <laughs> no zero parking, and zero. and everything is a uh, uh, everything is a event parking areas around the stadium. So you can't park yep. on the streets. So they're yeah, forcing yep. you to get a train, which is pathetic. Yes, right. And not only shit. that, they then you then can ask that. So for me to go to whatever it's called, I don't even know what it's called yep. anymore. C bus. Yep. See bus stadium, just watch the Eagles play the Titans, uh, which is what I usually do each year. I have to yep. drive to Varsity Station and then get the train for about nine minutes to See bus Stadium yep. and watch it and then do the same in reverse. The issue being now is that there's really not enough parking at any of the train stations to service when <laughs> there are events at these stadiums. So the issue, I don't think the issue is a parking issue in Australia. I think the issue is a is a public transport and, and serviceability yes. issue. Yep. Now in Sydney, the, the public transport network is not great. No. And it is even worse in, in Queensland on the Gold Coast. Like, yeah. Yeah. There is what you do. What you do in Sydney is you'd get to central station, do a pub crawl up the hill to, to, yeah. to the SCG really. Yeah. And then a pub crawl back. <laughs> yeah. Or you do what well, I think we've mentioned it before. You, you drive your car and you park it at Moore Park and, you come yeah. back and pick it up the next day, but it's. Well, you'd park it in Oxford Street so you could go easy access after taxi club, then uh, yep. then home tool shed with a sore ass, um, uh, yep. and then yeah. So I think it's more. <laughs> it is it is a deterrent though. Like I went and saw again. We went and saw Queen at Metricon when they toured, and Queen. Yeah, Queen with Adam Lambert, okay. not with Freddie Mercury. We went oh. and saw uh, Queen, like just before COVID, oh. it must have been. And everything's oh. park and ride. So you drive to a parking space and then you get a bus in. Yep. Right? And yep. Which, That's cool. Which is okay, but then fuck. Sometimes I just want to get in my car and go home. Yeah, I know. I know. Like it when, does when ex- we went to the Yeah, when we went up to the QMU to the hunting lodge for the Carl Cox concert, we bought return bus tickets from the city. So we went into the city. Met some friends, had a few drinks, got the bus. Then at night, got the bus back and then Ubered home. So we were like, it's just easier than trying to get there and park. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's all around the public transport. The public transport has to be good. I mean, getting to Eden Park is just a pain in the ass. It's so hard from here. Yeah. Well, I've got to get a, basically got to get a bus down to the ferry, get a ferry across to the city. Walk to the Britomart, which is only a couple of minutes, then get on a train from there to Kingsland, and then you're there. It's just, it's so hard. On the way home, you just don't want to do it. Yeah. And then trying to get an Uber, like well, I've tried to get an Uber home from Kingsland, impossible. Mm. Impossible. And it costs you 150 bucks. So, yeah, look, uh, you've got to, I mean, and, and Auckland's not a great example because it's a shit oval in a shit position. They should have built a fucking stadium and Wynyard Quarter on the water there 15 years ago when they talked about it. Mm. Um, but anyway, that's just Auckland. But um, 
all the other cities are so small you can walk from anywhere to get to a, a ground, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Even Wellington. So, yeah, it's a, it's a hard one. And and I know what you're talking about with the Gold Coast Seabus uh, Stadium. It's a, it's a prick to get to and from. And, and it's pretty close to where we both live. But, mate, it would take me 10 minutes to drive there. It takes yeah, me 10 minutes absolutely. to drive to Seabus, but it takes me 45 minutes to go by off, or 50 minutes on if a public lucky. transport. Yeah. If you're lucky. Yeah. I think the key, what I looked, when I was living there, I was looking at how to get there. Usually um, some of the, like, Burley Bombers or North Burley Surf Club would have a would have a bus that would take you there and back sometimes. So that's what I would look to do now, I think, if I'm going to a, a game at, at uh, footy there. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Right. What do you I got? I can't believe you brought Taylor Swift into it. Oh, Swifties. Um, it's a cruel summer. Uh, Mankini. Wearing equestrian star Shane Rose escapes sanction for fancy dress stunt. Australian equestrian star Shane Rose has escaped sanction and will be free to compete at the Olympics in Paris later this year after Equestrian Australia found he did not breach the sports code of conduct by wearing a mankini at a fancy dress event. Now, I don't know if you can bring up and have, a a, have a look at the uh, picture. It's fucking hilarious. Was he competing <laughs> in a sanctioned event? It was a fancy dress event, is what they say. So he was on a horse in the mankini. He was on a horse wearing a mankini. Well, then, um, if it's and a fancy, someone complained. Of course, that it was a tasteless stunt. No, but fuck. Again, one person said, "I don't like seeing the crack of his ass." Exactly, and he's almost not going to the Olympics. Fuck a duck. Yep. If I, I, I tell you what, I wonder, f- I wonder how many complaints there would have been if a woman wore a G-string. Oh. Oh. Unbelievable. And eh? you know what? I hats mean, he, off he to went him. On, yeah. Hats off to him. If he wants yep. to wear a mankini and ride a fucking horse, he can have it. Well, hats off. He actually used a hat to cover his uh, frontal nether regions um, to make sure that nothing popped out. And so I think he did everything he could to um, mitigate that risk, I think. So now we're going to put, there's going to be rules around what's deemed wearable fancy at fancy dress. Don't have a fancy well, dress. Got... Don't have a fancy dress event if you don't want people to dress up. And if someone Absolutely. complains, got, was... tell them to fuck off. Yep. Well, we've got rules around fancy dress now, mate. You know that. You, you can't, you can't, obviously you can't do blackface. That's fucking frowned upon big time. But that's rules no, around fancy. Blackface. If you're being technical, that's rules around fancy dress. Isn't it? Right, that's what I yeah. think. Yeah, probably. There's rules around, you can't wear a Hitler, Hitler outfit. Because that's deemed, you know, offensive. Yeah. There's definitely rules. I, I had a friend of mine who went to the, uh, um, a festival you know how that there was but a guy but, with but, the, but hang on, the Viking, but, but hang on. Was but, it, yeah. No, you go, go, go. Yeah, sorry. Go, there, was a guy, go. there was a friend of mine who wore, you know, the guy who went, you know how they stormed the government in the US and the guy wore the horns, Viking horns and that out, weird outfit. Do you remember that back four years ago or three years ago or whatever? When yeah, they stormed, yeah, yeah. The, stormed the, well, he wore that to a, a dance festival as, as fancy dress and someone came up and said, I can't believe it's disgusting what you're wearing, blah, 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 blah. He was just taking the piss. Yeah. So, so everything's fucking offensive now with fancy dress. So there's rules around it, mate. There's rules around yeah. it. Yeah, fair enough. Which sucks. But, you know, a mankini, come on, it's a laugh. We're having a fucking laugh. If yeah, a woman yeah. wore that to the, to the beach, there'd be, that'd be normal. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly right. Anyway, it does my head in, mate. Does my head in. One man's jokes, another man's off- offense. That's oh, it's a always, it's always said the that. way. Adam Strang. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember the? Uh, if I say House of Horrors to you, mm. what does that jog anything, or do you think of anything? Well, House of Horrors, I think of like a fair. Or a fate, or something, where you have a, a, a house of horrors, where you walk yep. in and people scare you, and you got mirrors and shit. That's what. That's what. I, I'm old, like you. So yeah. So do you, do you <laughs> remember? Do you remember Fred and Rose West 
from England. Oh, England. that's the other one. Yeah, yeah, the English couple. Oh, yeah, yeah. that lovely God fearing people. Yeah, well, she was a. She, they weren't God fearing, but he was. They killed. <laughs> they killed like six of their that's own right. children or five of their own children oh, and, and heaps of other girls horrible and, people. and buried them under the horrible. house and in the backyard. That's and, right. Yeah, they were just truly horrendous human beings. Yep. So yes, I was yep, just yep. looking at uh, news.com.au and I, I saw a, a heading that said Top Cop Reveals Sad House of Horror Details. So I'm thinking, oh, oh shit, there must be uh, fucking more. Another, another like, oh. uh, another mass murder, something really bad because yep. you wouldn't use House of Horror very lightly considering that it was it was penned against one of the most brutal and tragic uh serial yeah. murders in the history uh but yeah. you know a top Absolutely. cop has spoken about what police officers saw when they entered a house of horrors case that rocked one of victoria's most affluent suburbs okay a top cop has revealed how police officers were left traumatised after discovering the body of a man who had been dead inside a rat-infested house of horrors for up to five years. Right. Okay, so, apparently, this, this house has known to the public because they're a bit of a hoarder. Oh, so there's a heap of rubbish. Started. Heap of rubbish. They had junk in their front yard like it was a proper hoard. And this guy was living in this house, and he's he's passed away from, um, you know, fucking rats. Have been living. Uh, so uh, key details came to light <laughs> this week. For the first time, it's been revealed his sister, known as Marie, and aged in her seventies, had been living in the home while her dead brother laid inside. So he couldn't. It was that hoarded. She couldn't find him. Yeah. Well. So. Uh, they were mentally um. She was mentally unwell, known as a hoarder. Obviously, yeah. Uh, brother had not been seen for years, uh, but when the woman was arrested on an unrelated matter, his body, his bloody skeletal remains, was removed from the home. <laughs> now, as well as the skeleton, officers mm. found floor-to-ceiling rubbish, rats, dead possums, and human feces. Human feces. Yeah. Now. The, the smell and the condition of the home uh, was really, really quite horrific for the officers. Quite horrific. Now. I bet. Okay. One dead body, old guy, died, probably died of his own, of, of natural causes. Yeah. A mentally unwell sister who's a hoarder, mentally unwell. Rats, dead possums, human shit. I still can't call it a house of horrors. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that's where you're going to go with this. I um, still can't no. call it a house of horrors. I can call it a house of of uh, filth. filth. A, that's it, a house of filth. <laughs> it's a house of filth. When you say house of horrors, I automatically thought, "Fuck, there's another Fred and Rose West." Now, I, I went through a stage. I don't know if you did as well, but I went through a stage where I did you know, became quite intrigued by. Um, serial murderers and that kind of stuff, and did quite a bit of reading. Like, and I did quite a bit of reading on Fred and Rose West because right. I was actually just obviously Upskilling. Sh shocked. Yes, but <laughs> shocked and also, yeah, well, interested in how people do what they do and and why they you know, do it's it. A and, psych, right? It's a yeah. Psych. Yeah. So it was. So I, I read quite a bit on them and the. the out of this world, they are. At both. I don't know if she's dead. He died in prison. Hopefully, she's dead. She was worse than him. But <laughs> to come out and go, oh, this is Melbourne's House of Horrors. Now, the reason no, they're calling it a no. House of Horrors is because it's in a quite a nice suburb and it's bringing down the resale value. So it's, oh, it's horrific. Fuck off. House of Horrors is when people have murdered their children and buried them under their fucking yep. house. That's a House of Horrors. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Did Is it the journalists calling it a House of Horrors? No, no, no. Or the, the police, the, the call police it they're, they're calling it a House of Horrors. It's, it's known. Yeah. It was, it's, I mean, a House of Horrors would be finding those uh, Snowtown um, barrels in, Bodies in a in house the barrel. somewhere. That's it. Yeah. That, that's, that's a House of Horrors. Yeah, look. I mean, it's, so I that, it's all that, about perception. But in saying that, so that yeah. house, because they buried people 
under the, they buried people in the backyard in Snowtown as well, right? So yeah. they, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and what went on in that house in regards to the uh, child abuse and 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 the rape oh. and all that kind of stuff oh. that could be considered a house of horrors. Absolutely, right? but absolutely. A bit of rat shit and a dead body that died of natural causes. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't. You're not quite there yet. Nah, it, look. We live in a sensationalist world now, right? If someone pulls their hamstring, they're saying it's the worst injury ever happened to you know a, a, a second class athlete ever. You know, it's it's just everything's everything's the worst and the best and the greatest. And you know, even the when we talk in sport about the goats and greatest of all times and all that, it's oh, it's part of his. You know, they they see a young halfback come through, going to say, oh, he's going to be a great of the game. It's just all bullshit, mate. It's just we. People are just doing it for people in their minds now think they have to go to extremes to put a point across instead of be a little bit measured about it. And, you know, oh, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. Rah, rah. You know, is it? Is it really? Is it? Mate, Someone cut you off. We're talking about road rage. Someone yeah. cut you off. Is that the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> well, mate, I could very easily have said, we've spoken before on the podcast about my 90-minute shit when I got constipation. That was, that was a house, a house of, horrors. of horrors. That was a house of horrors. <laughs> and I tell you what, once it exited the building, it was a house oh, of or, or joy even just a and freedom. Of <laughs> it was a house of joy and freedom. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, mate. It's yeah. That's look. I totally agree. That's not a house of horrors. That's and tell you what, I must admit though, there's a. Have you seen that program Hoarders on TV? Yes. It's fucking abhorrent. I fucking hate that show. I think the people in it, seriously, that's why we used to have mental institutions for people like that. And, you know, to be fair, though, and to put some context, I'm not someone who worries about throwing shit away. If I haven't used something in a year and I can't see any use of it in the next six months, I'll throw it away or give it away or whatever, right? Or sell it, whatever it is. So I've got no attachment to things or pieces of newspaper or cardboard boxes like these fucking muppets have who are hoarders i can't i don't get hoarding mate i don't get it and i think there's there's got to be an island somewhere in the world we can put all the hoarders and then they can hoard fucking palm leaves for all i give a shit so firstly it's it's a cricket story it's about the black caps i hate the black caps the new zealand cricket team and the south african cricket team so just as some background for all you people who don't have no idea about cricket Basically, South Africa sent a Z team over to New Zealand for uh, the test series, two test series. The reason is the South African cricket board decided in their wisdom to agree to this test series, but at the same time said all centrally contracted players and anyone who wants to try and make the South African World Cup T20 side must play in the South African domestic T20 competition, which was on at the exact same fucking time as this test series. Let me also preface that New Zealand, and listen to this, mate, has never, ever won a test series against South Africa, ever, ever. Never won one in 92 years. So, in saying that, in the second test, South Africa looked like they might win the game. So it would have been a one-all draw, (laughs) because New Zealand won the first one easily. But anyway, if it wasn't for Kane Williamson, basically... They wouldn't have won. He he scored three centuries in two both tests. He scored 133 in the second dig to win the game for New Zealand. And looking forward to the Australian Test series, if we can get him out cheaply, mate, this is going to be a fucking walkover because they got nothing. Anyway, that's what I'm going to put. So in the second test, they chose Neil Wagner as one of their seamers. I know you're a big fan of Neil Wagner, aren't you, Whitey? Not not a fan. Not a fan. No, didn't think so. Um, so here's Neil Wagner's gestures not bothering Black Caps captain and coach. So basically, Neil Wagner was there bowling. He he must have got a little bit of lip when he was on the boundary, and he got a wicket and he shushed the crowd, and then he gestured to them. And I'm just like Neil, you're 30. Sorry, you're 105 years old. Ignore it, mate. Just ignore it. You're better than that, mate. Or are you not better than that? At the end of the day, you know, the, the Black Caps, you know, weren't too worried by it. Um, 
And they were saying he's obviously a very passionate man and he, they love the energy and he was a bit frustrated when he was bowling. And then someone must have said something in the crowd and he's given them the shush sign and whatever sign up. I'm just like, mate, what? why? I don't get it. What? Why? Do, and this is probably a wider question to you. Why do you, do you think sports people have the right to tell people to shut up on the sidelines or, you know, what, what do you think? And, 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 look, if you want, you can bring in work, health and safety and this is my place of work so you can't fucking say anything. But No, you know, it's like, no I'm not going to bring that up. I'm not going to bring that up. Good. Good. <laughs> I, I, think, I think there is a – well, there, there's obviously there's a line. I think that – I don't know, did we watch – did we talk about it last week or the week before about Adam Goods? I saw the video on no. Adam Goods, the Sydney Swans player, and no. how he was called a he was called a monkey on the field, and that's when the whole thing happened. And he he actually ended up retiring like not long after that, maybe the season after that, because he was affected by what was said to him. He was called a monkey. Yep. Now, yep. what I didn't know until just recently was that the person that called him a monkey was a twelve year old girl. Yeah. Yes, and he got her ejected from the field. Yep. Now I, I, I've was that never a Collingwood been... game. It's Collingwood that was a Collingwood game. game. Yes, it was. Yeah. Mm. So it was a twelve-year-old girl, and and I didn't realise that, and he got her ejected from the field, and yep. she obviously that girl probably didn't really realise what she was doing. No. Uh, if I can give an excuse for that at her age, it's probably the one that probably just caught up. She's heard someone say it, and she's probably repeated it. Maybe right. Yep. But Exactly. So, you know, and he, not sure whether he, you know, did, I don't know. I don't want to come across as saying that it, he shouldn't have meant anything, but there's certain things you can and can't say, right? Yeah, I think as well with that one, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for him. I think it had been happening yeah. heaps and heaps yes. and heaps, and he just fucking had enough. I th- yes. And I think, you know, death but, by a thousand cuts, and unfortunately yes. it was that incident which killed it. Yeah. yeah. And then, but if someone is yelling out at you, you're shit, Wagner. You're a left-handed mongoloid. Yep. I I don't think that's enough to sort of talk back. Have a the I always thought that all the crowd wants is a rise. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. all they want. Now, exactly. if I'm if I'm Neil Wagner and someone's yelling out at me, I'm turning around having a laugh. Yeah, same. Or right? just that's all I'm it. doing. Or just or ignore it, but probably, probably turning around and having a laugh. And then you know what? Yeah. The crowd's probably silent then. I agree. Yep. Right. Or, but, and then maybe then they go, well, we're going to push further. And if they push further and say some stuff that they shouldn't say, well, then yeah, sure, there's something to be actionable. But look, I don't think there is any, there's nowhere that I think that a, Player should be interactingly, or sorry, interacting negatively with the crowd. Yep, they've got to be bigger. Yeah, than I, that. I, I agree with you, mate. That's and you know what? I agree. And it's and it, and they'll go and they will say, they will say, "This is my place of work." They will say, "Or oh, no, I'm sorry, guys. When you decided to be a public sportsman, professional sportsman, you knew what you were getting yourself into." Absolutely. You knew Absolutely, you would be mate. at the you would be at the mercy of the crowd. That's yep. part of the attraction. The crowd is part of the attraction of being a professional sportsman. If it wasn't for it the is, crowd, there wouldn't be a sport. Exactly right. Now, I, and look, there's been when I played, and there's been times when people have abused me on the sideline. There's been times when I've said stuff back. Now it's on a lower level than what playing a test match for New Zealand. Not much lower. Mind you, playing against, <laughs> against the Pretoria fucking fifth eleven, you know, not much lower, but lower. And yep. I've and I've made some very some of my best work where I've re- retorted to people's comments in the stands. But as a professional cricketer, or a professional rugby league player, or a professional rugby union player, or whatever, shut up. Look at your bank balance, think- mate. Yeah. The guy that yelled out at you is probably making eighteen bucks an hour selling frozen Mars bars or fried Mars bars. Like, <laughs> come on. I, I always see it as a sign of respect if someone in the crowd's having a go at you. I really do. Like we Mate, you know, remember when Hadley's a wanker? That was because yeah. he was so fucking good. That's because he exactly right. Now and I say this I say <clears> this to 
I used to say this to kids at footy that I would coach, and they'd invariably get a nickname, and it would. some of the nicknames are <laughs> great, and some of the nicknames are a little bit mean, right? Yeah. But you've got to be worried when you don't have a nickname. Yeah, If exactly. you don't have a nickname, people aren't even thinking about you. They don't give a right? shit. So I, I called a kid in our team. He, used, he was fucking hopeless. He would... <laughs> He was but not as a player. He was a good kid, but he yeah. he'd do sport on a fucking Tuesday and not wear any sunscreen and come to footy training looking like Rudolph, right? <laughs> Red nose, burnt, and so I called him Rudolph. Yeah. So I called him, and mate, he was so upset. Oh, what? why you call me Rudolph? I go, mate. I said, listen here, buddy. Just be thankful that I'm giving you a nickname. Yep. <laughs> because it means I'm noticing you, right? Yes. Yes. Look at it as a positive. It's the ones that don't get a nickname or the next level, the ones that give themselves nicknames. Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't. Have I told do you about that. the guy at school? His name was, oh. I can't even, can't even say what his name was, but he said, Can you call me the Axe? The Axe. His surname was Alexander, and he said, Can you uh. call me the Axe? No, I'll call and you the Cunt. Categorically, no one <laughs> called him the Axe. Oh, mate. Uh, yeah. One of my best mates at good. school wanted to try and give himself a nickname. He, he was quite a well-built character, and he was a prop, and he, he was a fast bowler. And uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. I'll have to get him to listen to this one. He, we called him the keg on legs, the keg. And he wanted us to start calling him Booker. And we went, nope, keg, you're not going to be called Booker. And he even had Booker. He even had Booker nah. haircut into the back of his head. You can't do it. Oh, mate. No, nah. you can't do it. So but it's also like the keg, and I love the keg. The keg's a fucking great nickname, mate. You, you've earned, he's earned it. You've got to earn fucking a nickname, nice. right? So I've had, yes, you do. I, I've had a few. Obviously, Whitey because of my surname. Uh, cheeks, That's a hard one. Cheeks because cheeks of my white cheeks, uh, right. as in my ass cheeks. And yes, yes, I also yes, yes. got at rugby. I was I was given Big Show, as in the wrestler Paul White. The big oh, show, yeah, 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 yep. And I ended up dressing up as him one fancy dress night that I didn't get abused for. Uh, you weren't offended. No one got offended. No one got offended. Well, I'm sure there were plenty of people offended by what I was wearing, but no one complained. <laughs> it was the it was the nineties and the early two thousands. You could do whatever you want. Sparkly dick stickers. But uh, but I think you've got to earn a nickname. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you do. that you it, it's yeah, and you can't make up your own. You, like and you and you cannot. Object to the nickname. No. no. I think, like, I've got a mate, uh, a mate, two mates that, from as long as I can remember, this kid, I think, got his nickname when he was eight. He had yeah, white, 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 fluffy hair, and um, his nickname became Fluff. Right? Cool. Awesome. And Wasn't he then started hearts. to say, and he start then about, I'd say, maybe 15 years ago, hmm. he go, I go, Fluff, how are you, mate? He goes, it's Dave. And I go, g'day, Fluff. Uh, it's Dave. And I go, sorry, Fluff. Uh, you've been Fluff. You've been Fluff for forty years, mate. It's Fluff. Fucking hell. Another mate whose nickname was Meathead, and he was given that because he was a fucking legitimate Meathead, <laughs> like just thick. Yeah. And I'm still mates with him today. And he, under 15s, Rat Park, state championships. He's throwing the ball up in the air. He's catching it and he's going Park, Park, throwing it up. Park and I walked over and said, "What? What are you doing, mate?" And he goes, "Practicing my parking." And I go, "You call Mark, mate, not Park." Oh, fucking what an idiot! Uh, even better, same week, idiot. same weekend. It's got uh, Manly versus Southern Districts Field One. Uh, yep. Eastwood versus Parramatta Field Two. Ringa yep. versus Gordon TBA. Right, yep. he comes up and goes, "Hey, um, where's the TBA ground?" Oh no, it's a leg- he, he deserves that nickname every day of the week. Yeah. So, oh, and then we've got he dressed that like so. Um, he so meathead was is his nickname, but he, he dressed so badly that mm. th- then he became meat shirt, and oh, no. he was he was so dirty that we he'd be meat feet. Like oh. it was like he just, and then it's just the meat. Like it's just, it's, he's had all oh. these, all these differing things. And even he'd blow oh. up about, oh, it's Anthony, it's Anthony. Okay, me, Dad. 
<sighs> okay, me, Dad. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah Do you know what up. my nickname was at school and at cricket and footy and all that? Nah. It's Tangles. Ah, uh, let's see. That's good. That's a good nickname. Yeah, that's a good nickname. Now, it's not because I've got a massive cock. Unfortunately, it's not. Is it because you bowled because... Max Walker? Well, no, it's because I used to take off Max Walker, Billy Birmingham style. Ah, yeah, David, you yes. get your old rush of blood. The head goes back and there's a wild <laughs> swig. And summer can That's... tell you summer a secret. Takes a pretty simple catch here, third man off the bully, Grahubi LeBroy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. That's why That's I got called That's pretty Tangles. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Maxie Walker's one of my favourites. And I used to remember they, those old cricketers, Rod Marshall and Max Walker, used to write those little short books with short stories. Yeah, yeah. How to hypnotise oh. chooks. I've still yes. got them at home. How to hypnotize chicks, and I've still got to, and uh, what was the other one? The first one was how to hypnotize chickens, and the second one was something else. But I've got, I've actually got them on my bookshelf at home. So good, they're yeah. so good. They're yeah. such a good read. But uh, yeah, that was Can- my nickname, and so I only get caught, and Stranger and all that sort of stuff is normal, yeah. and, and 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 you know, um, you know, all those ones. But um, yeah, when I go back home, it's tangles, tangles, tangles. It's great. I love it. I, yeah. I love, I love it. But anyway, I'm not yeah. going to tell. No, you. I- <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it here. <laughs> I'm not going to no. say, oh, everyone, you got to call me Tangles. you got to call me Tangles. No, and I also think that, like, for me, like, I was, I at, obviously, I was Whitey or Cheeks, and then it was, at footy, I was Big cheeks, Show. I love it. I was Big Show, but I was also Whitey, but I was also Big Show. So, yeah. you, you can be different nicknames in different circles, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So, I think yeah, that, uh, but you just aren't allowed to name yourself, and you are not allowed to then no. blow up about the nickname. No, no, that's it's that's definitely an unwritten rule for men. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, I told quickly, I told you to, yeah, no, just yeah. on. I've told you yeah. about the guy. I think I've mentioned it here about pubes. The guy whose nickname was pubes. Yeah, you did. Yes, yeah. and I didn't realise until I was twenty-two that it was because his name was Richard Hares. That yeah. His nickname was pubes, and then had about five minutes of laughing to myself about it. Oh, fucking yeah. hilarious! Hilarious. Dick Hares. Pubes. Dick yeah. Hares. Dick Hairs. All right, go. Um, so, um, are you going to? It's a T Twenty World Cup year. Are you interested at all? Not really. No, no. There's, Not there's really. The games are come. So there's a game on tomorrow, then f- in Wellington, and then Friday and Sunday here in Auckland. So oh, I'm it's hopefully going to go to the Sunday. Yeah, the Aussies. Yeah, the Kiwis. Aussies. Yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking about going to the Sunday one. Um, I just don't think I'm going to be well enough to go to the Friday one, to be honest, and have yeah. so many beers, but. Um, but then, I mean, I, do I care? Probably. I, I probably. I'm looking forward to it to watch a bit of Aussie cricket um, over here. Yeah, yeah no, I can grounds. understand that'd be that'd be good for you. I'm. Do you know, I'll probably you know I went watch to the first, some of it. You know, I went to the fir- you know I went to the first ever international T20 cricket game, which was on today. Uh, however many years ago, it was Australia versus New Zealand, and we won by 44 runs when Ponting just teed off and got 95 not out. Okay. Remember the Kiwis. The Kiwis took it really, like in a lot of fun and dressed up in their beige. And but the Aussies took it really seriously. Yeah. Um, and even with Glenn McGrath faking an underarm and the red card coming out by um, who's the weird umpire from here? Billy. Billy Bowden. Billy Bowden. Oh, Billy Bowden gave him yeah. a red card. It was a bit of fun. But the Aussies. The Aussies knew what the Aussies knew was it was the first game of the whole tour, and they thought. If we dominate this, we're going to dominate the tour. So they they did it. They played serious and mm. smashed them. But um, yeah, I went to that game, the first ever international T20. There you go. There you go. Trivia. There you go, mate. So so test series. I think, like I said, unless Kane Williamson scores runs, <clears throat> I, I I just if they put a seamer in Wellington, I would hate to see Australia bowl first because New Zealand could be out for double digits mm. on a seaming wicket. Um. Anyway. Australia's, I, I've got some concerns about the Australian batting order. Oh, I still do too. I yeah, absolutely I do. I think that, that that West Indies short series, two test matches where, yeah, we, we won the first one but and it was dominant, but that was because of the bowling, not because of the batting. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I think agree. the second test, we should have won that in a canter yep. and capitulated. I still have some, especially over there where there's going to be some seam, there's going to be some movement. Yeah, I absolutely. think that it's going to really, that middle order of the Aussies, like Cameron Green, ah, oh God. I oh know no. he's got potential, but fucking hell, he looks like he's a 
eight-year-old playing against men. Mate, I reckon I could bat better at the moment than Cameron Green. Mate, he played all right in the one dayers. He played all right. Because he, he right feels freer. Tw- well, I think I think, I think the, the pressure of test matches is not good for him. No, no. So I think I think Manus La- Labuschagne's in trouble if he doesn't score runs in this test series. He's done nothing. Yeah, since the Ashes. Yeah, I think I they mean, made him. I think they made him, him not a... score for him for him to not score runs against that Pakistan and that um, yeah, West yeah. Indies uh, team is is he should have cashed in. Yeah, cashed in. Yeah, he should have. He should have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It should be interesting series. I think obviously Australia should be pretty short price favourites, but yeah, I still got some concerns. I don't know if Kyle Jamison's playing. He's a really gun fast bowler. He's he's a pretty good bowler. I think he's O'Rourke who debuted in the last test. He got nine for nine for ninety three over the match. He looked pretty good. He looked like an Aussie seamer. Yeah, like bowling on a on a bowling. You know, not heat, but pretty quick on a on a good length. Um, Southie's lost it. I think Southie's gone. Well, he's, he's old, old now, mate. Um, he's how yeah, old? He's gonna yeah, be mid thirties. Yeah, he must be close. Yeah, but he's, he's been around be for years, right? He's, he's started, been started for early. Um, uh, who's the opener? Is it Glenn Phillips? The opener. He hasn't. Sco- he hasn't been able to hit it off the square. Uh, Ravindra got that double double hundred. Ravindra looks okay, but he's young, so we can we can get him out. I think. Um, is it Glenn Phillips? No, Devin Conway. No, who's their opener? See, I don't even know, mate. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I think if Australia play to 80% of their potential, they should win the series quite easily, even yeah. if they play 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I think. It's a, How stupid is the World Test Championship, right, when you've got New Zealand on the top there on 75 percentiles? I mean, yeah, and they've it's played... Only just, it's only just started, <sighs> mate. I know, but they're only playing. They're only playing six tests in this cycle. No, West Indies are only playing six tests, and like England are playing sixteen. It's so dumb. The World Test Championship is a load of shit. It's a load of shit, and I've said it before. England, I'll say it again. England suck. Oh, how good was England getting the worst defeat ever against India? I mean, seriously, it just couldn't get better. Yeah, couldn't get better for me. I, I enjoyed it, and it's just the is attitude. It- I mean, and they're saying that. Basball works if you lose, win or lose. Just get rid of basball and say attacking cricket. They don't call Jayswell, who scored two double hundreds at quick. No, 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 no. Basball, but do they, they did. He just played no, good no, no, attacking but, cricket. No, no, no. They claimed that. They claimed that. They said what? that he he did that because of us. He did that because of basball. Oh, well, that's what we've done. Off. No, they. they I, I have never no. met. A, a, I've never met a, a team that is so self unaware. <clears throat> so. That that we've said fucking, that plenty of times, right? Yeah, that. So what? So what I, was Michael Slater? What was fucking? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Matthew what's Hayden the from India. Donny. Matthew Hayden. Yeah. Donny. Matthew MS Hayden. Donny. Mate, Matthew Hayden and Justin Langer would scare, score at four, five, and over. Going out to bat yeah. every Test match. And, and I just so think I bet they, you, they bet, so I bet you England. Yeah. Fuck. There you go. Sorry. It pisses me off. I just, I think that they, yeah, I'm looking, Australia need to make some changes before the next Ashes series, I think, I I need to settle on a couple positions, I'm not sure Steve, we'll we'll find out what Steve Smith is going to do, but, you know. He'll retire soon, mate. Yeah, but he's not going to retire before the Ashes series. When's the Ashes series? Next year, I think it's this year, isn't it? I think it's the end of this year. I'm pretty sure it's next. Is this Do they come to Australia, Australia at the end of 24? I think oh, so. really? I think so. No, I'm just looking it up. This is... No, nah, the next Ashes series in England's 2027. Yeah. Uh, the next one's 25-26. Is it? Yeah, it's not for a while, mate, I don't think. Oh, okay. Because we had a 23 one, so 25-26 in Australia. I mean, did you see that uh, Fraser McGurk playing the one days against West Indies? Yeah, he's he exciting. He looks good, mate. Yeah, he's He exciting. looks good. Yeah. And we're talking about Will Pukowski, who keeps getting hit in the head. Well, this guy looks like a Will Pukowski to me. Well, P- Pukowski just uh, scored a century yesterday for Victoria against New South Wales. Oh, shit. Did he? Yeah. Fuck, he's a good player, mate. Well, yeah, he scored. He, listen to this. Long. Listen to this. It was like 131 off 278 balls with eight fours. 
Fucking hell. That's a good test batsman that's, to me. That's that's some boring shit to watch. Yeah. Yeah, but so was the South African New Zealand test series. <laughs> yeah, but that's for a different stats. reason. They were crawling at two point two point eight runs and over. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's rough. Uh, but but you know what? If you if I, if you're in an opener for Australia and you do that, I'm the happiest bloke alive because the other yeah, guys yeah. can score runs at a quicker rate. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, well, that's what Kawaja does. You know, Kawaja just does that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, he more. used to be much much more cavalier, Kawaja. Anyway, probably talking yeah. too much gibberish yeah. now about cricket. Anyway, yeah, cool. All right. Are we done? Awesome. I think we're done, mate. Right, another, I think we're done. We are another quality episode in the in the uh, can. <laughs> Some technical Absolutely. issues, but we got there in the end. Yeah, we did. Mate, well, I that's, shall, um, that's New Ze- That's more New Zealand uh, internet than Bali, really. Um. <laughs> no, nah, I think this is purely Bali. <laughs> is it? Oh, okay. uh, yeah, next yeah, week, yeah. I'll be in a uh, much more sophisticated area. Oh, so okay. It should be better internet access, no. I think. No. Well, I better let Mate's... you love birds get back to it because uh, it is Megan's birthday I'm going to go pick up today. Megan from yoga. Oh. And then uh, maybe do a little bit of downward dog when we get home. Anyway, (laughs) but on that note, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, Adam. And uh, I'll speak to you next week. Just commitment from you doing it from Bali, mate, on your wife's birthday. Just, you know, you just wanted to see me and hear my dulcet tones. I I love you too. It's it's the moustache, mate. It's all the (laughs) moustache. Till next week, people, don't forget, do your homework, share to someone, spread the love. It's been a pleasure. Bye for now. Thanks, Whitey. See you, listeners.